hey, Rashawn, this is uh, Brother Pete. How's it going? And he said, oh, hey, Brother Pete. I said, um, are you at work? I said, yeah, yeah. I'm, also, I'm sorry, did I, did I catch you in a bad time? I said, no, 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 you're fine, you're fine, you're fine. I said, well, okay. Um, <clears throat> well, I'm just going to be straightforward with you. Uh, I would really would love to take you out to eat uh, dinner this weekend. Um, do you have a preference of place that you would like me? Uh, I can take you out. And she just like, <laughs> like started laughing. She couldn't hold it within. Uh, and she said, she said, um, how about you pick a place? And I said, okay, how about Saltgrass uh, Friday, seven o'clock? And she said, sure. <laughs> <laughs> To the Almost Apostolic Podcast. I'm your host, Anissa, and this podcast is designed to share the backstories and the testimonies of beautiful ministry-minded people. I hope you laugh, I hope you cry, and most importantly, I hope you learn that we are all striving for perfection in an imperfect world as people of faith. So join me every week as I interview a few familiar folks and hopefully some you may not know. here with my favorite couple on the planet, <laughs> Herbert and Roshonda Pete. I'm like, for real, if there was like a little Herbert doll and a little <laughs> Roshonda doll, I would buy those as a 28-year-old woman. So I love this love story. It deserves to be in all the fairy tales and all the films and all the books, everything. So I just needed everyone on the planet to hear about how Herb Shonda began. <laughs> so Roshonda, I'll start with you. Where were you at in life and just how did you come to meet this wonderful man? Okay. So 2020, you know, took everybody by storm and, um, you know, I was 39 and, you know, still waiting on God and still, you know, just praying for a mate. But my focus yeah. was completely like on survival mode because I had been uh, furloughed off my job of 10 years and I had um, just bought a more expensive house and I was living alone. And my niece came home from college and decided to live with me. So I was just like really transitioning and just in survival mode. You At know? what age were you like, okay, I'm, I plan to be married by this age, kids by this age? Like, what was your time? Oh, my gosh. So, okay, let me go all the way back. Okay. So I came to Christ Pentecostal Church. At age 15, my aspiration, I wanted to be a uh, pediatrician to start off with. But my goal, like my mom and my biological father, she got married when she was 18 and my dad was 19. I wanted to be married at 18. But like there was no one to marry at 18. I was going off to college and I had a conversation with my bishop um, and he told me to focus on school and get married later. And, you know, I, of course, I didn't think it was like I was gonna finish all of my program, all of my degrees, get my doctorate nine years later and work for an additional 10 and then I get married. I thought it was just gonna happen while I was during that process. So I actually wanted to get married at 18 and start a family early while I was achieving my career. But 
God had other plans, um, thankfully, <laughs> because Herbert was not available when I wanted to get married. So um, that's where I was. Um, I wanted a lot of children. I wanted because both of my sisters uh, married early and both have six children apiece. And I wanted, I don't, I don't know about six, but I wanted quite a few. Mm -hmm. And, um, you know, as the years chipped along, it came to be that, you know, <laughs> you're not going to be able to have, you know, four or even five. So, um, you know, back to 2020. Yeah. <laughs> um, just getting to like, you know, <clears throat> yes. I still wanted to be married. Yes, I still want had the aspiration of being a mother, but my focus was shifted because it was a lot going on with COVID and all of the uncertainty on at work. And then I was I am an essential worker, where when I did get called back to work, I was called back to all of my jobs, um, and so I was busy and. Um, I can remember um, sitting at work. I'm, I remember exactly where I was. And I um, did not, like, when my husband called me, I did, his number wasn't even saved. That's how much, like, how unexpected it was. We did not have each other's numbers because I had, you know, he can talk about his situation but I had his deceased wife's number more than, you know, before I would have his number. So we didn't have each other's numbers. So when this number came across, I knew it was a local number. I'm answering my phone and he tells me, hey, this is Herbert. And I'm like, this is Brother Pete. And I'm like, okay. <laughs> How you doing? <laughs> and the first thing that came to mind was I thought that, because um, I hadn't talked to him. He had some other stuff going on. And <laughs> I was thinking he needed help with the children because I'm like that auntie to everybody who wants an auntie. And so I was thinking like the next question was going to be like, I have plans. Can you keep, you know, this many of the kids? But the next question was like, you know, I want to get to know you. Can I take you out to eat? And I'm like, <laughs> And so <laughs> I bust, well, I didn't start laughing then. <laughs> I was just like sitting at the desk and like, oh my gosh, you know. And so I was like, okay. Because <laughs> I was like, I don't like people wasting my time. Right. But at the same time, I knew he was a good guy. You know, he was a friend, definitely a friend of the family because he, he had a closer relationship with my sister and her husband yeah. and my parents. And so he wasn't a guy where I was just like, he about to waste my time. I was like, hey, I'll go get a free meal and have a good conversation and, you know, let him meet somebody really nice and brown. <laughs> <laughs> and, you know, I'm thinking like, you know, he wouldn't be somebody that like, you know, because I've been on a date where I knew before I stepped into the restaurant, he is going to waste my time. There is nothing there. I would not even go on a second date with this person. I I didn't feel that from him. I was just like, okay, I'll go out go out with you because I didn't want to hurt his feelings and you know, any of that. So he just like completely intentional, which is part of what I asked God for. 
Um, we'll talk about that later. Remind me. <laughs> <laughs> he was just like, I want to get to know you. And I was just like, okay. And then um, he was like, where do you like to eat? And then it was just like silence. And I was like, <laughs> no. Was like, no. <laughs> it wasn't that bad. <laughs> you had to erase that last long no. But no, I was just like, you know, I just bust out laughing. Because I was like completely taken apart my bag. And I, I to the point where I had to apologize because I was just like, you know, I was I told him I was not expecting to hear from you in this matter. That's exactly the words that I said. Yeah. I wasn't I wasn't expecting to hear from you like this. And this is why I'm surprised to hear this from you. And um, you know, he told me he understood and you know, did we decide on the restaurant right then? Yeah, I decided. I said, well, uh, what would you like to eat? Well, how about you just pick a place? I said, okay, how about saltgrass? <laughs> uh, a nice, fancy, you know, steakhouse dinner. So I just took her out and I had to lay out the red carpet. You, know. you got to backtrack, though. Yeah, I'm sorry. I, yeah, I, I got to backtrack. But, uh, yeah. but yeah. So my next step was, and y'all listen to this carefully, because although I told him yes, because... I, I figured it would be okay. I did reach out to my pastor's wife. That was the next, um, the next person that I talked about. When we hung up, I texted my pastor's wife because I had said that I wasn't going on one more date unless my pastor or his wife or my bishop was okay with it. I was like, I'm not dating or letting anybody else waste my time. I was done, you know? period. So um, I reached out to her and made her aware and asked, hey, do you think this is a good idea? Because, you know, you could think somebody has like a great reputation and then, you know, ministry know a little bit more because of the place that they're in. And, you know, they could think like, no, that wouldn't be a good idea because this person's still working on this, but they wouldn't tell you that, but they would like kind of sway you or, you know, you would get the picture. So I did reach out with the intention that if they told me no, I was going to call him back and say, I apologize. But, you know, I haven't gotten approval to take that date. And I think that that's really important when you're covered by ministry and you have that kind of relationship. You should with your leadership um, or, you know, a parent, you know, um, even after that. I had to have a FaceTime with my entire family because I knew somebody in my family knew this man was interested in me or thinking about it. <laughs> and so I was just like, what is going on? It helped me kind of know like, okay, be open. Be open to something new. Going into that. So um, <clears throat> so you can give your backstory, Henry. Yes. Okay. Hello, everyone. My name is Herbert. So let me tell you my uh, backside of the story. So <clears throat> real quick intro. So I've, you know, prime military, you know, um, retired honorably in the Marine Corps. So in uh, during that, you know, yes, I was previously married. Um, but unfortunately, you know, she she passed away in early in 2020. Uh, due to cancer, so it was a rough time along with COVID. It was your brother-in-law, yeah, uh, who called me. He said, "Hey, brother P, I'm just you know checking to see how you were doing." I said, "I'm, I'm doing well. I'm doing well." 
And um, and I and I was dating someone, and him and I we talked about it for a little bit, and I took I I expressed that you know I really think you know it's not going so well. I think it's going downhill. And he said, "Well, I tell you what, brother P, I've been really been praying, and uh, I really think you should date my sister in law." I was like, "Who, uh, <laughs> Rashonda?" I'm like, "Rashonda." I mean, I mean, it, it, I mean, it, it has it has come across my mind, but I don't think she'd be interested in me. She's very high class, young, attractive, beautiful. <laughs> uh, uh, a doctorate degree. I mean, there's there's no comparison. That's like you know talking about apples and oranges here. So I, I am nowhere up at her level, brother. He said, like, "Brother, I really think you should uh, reconsider." I said, "Well, I'll, I'll pray about it," which well, which I did for, for a little while, and then months later, uh, while still uh, being single, single parent, you know, doing, I did I did call Bishop. And I talked to him because I was about to uh, apply for a, a dating app online uh, for single guys. And I told him about it. And I said, well, Brother Pete, I, I'm not opposed to it, but I really strongly recommend that you need to date someone at the church. I was like, oof. I mean, it's not that I can see someone's wedding ring, you know, who's single. <laughs> but um, I was like, well, Bishop, I really don't know who. I said, well, well, what about Rashonda? <laughs> <laughs> I was like, um, I a couple of things about that, Bishop, because for one, I mean, I'm, I'm 40 years old. Rashonda's like 30 or 31 years old. She's very young. Yeah, he thought I was like super young. <laughs> And first thing Bishop came out of his mouth says, Brother Pete, y'all both the same age. I, I was like, no way. So that that really caught my that really caught my attention. So and then the first thing came out of his mouth, well, I have her number. Would you like for me to call her so I can schedule y'all a date? I said, No, Bishop, don't do it. Please don't, please. Uh, I'll 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 mean he said, I'll tell you what. I will give you her number and just, you know, just pray about it. But um, just give her a call. I said, yes, Bishop. <laughs> and I didn't call her right away, you know, because I, I I mean, I, I was I was praying about it. And I really talked to God. And um, I, I remember I was uh, walking down the street, you know, I was, you know, um, getting my head, getting my head cleared and talking, talking to God. I said, I said, Lord. I mean, do, I mean, is it okay uh, for me to uh, go out with Rashonda? And all of a sudden, I, I felt his print. I felt, I felt the presence of God. You know, gave me, gave me that approval. So I said, okay, Lord. So if this is your approval, then I guess it's, it's, it's in your will. And I'm gonna, I'm gonna interrupt you for just a second, just saying, because this is a teachable moment. Um, and I know you and Anissa, you and I have talked about this before, but. Um, when we, you know, we'll get to that, but when we made the transition into dating and he told me the story as far as, you know, he got guidance and then he asked God and prayed about it. That right there meant a lot to me because if you're like, you're in, you know, you're in your singleness and a lot of young ladies are, um, 
for a man to be approaching you and pursuing you or calling you or trying to take you out before they even dot, darken your door or even dial up your number, have you prayed about it? And that meant a lot to me because I've had people who waste, wanted to waste my time, wanted to continue to have conversations, you know. You know, I can hold a conversation right now with anybody. But if you are actively pursuing or um, appearing to pursue, have you prayed? Like before, and that's a question you should, a young lady should ask guys. I can see if y'all just met at a conference, you know, but before you have too many conversations, Sir, have you prayed? Have you asked God if this is the direction that you should go? If this is even a friend that you should have? Yes, it is that serious and that deep. Because us as young ladies, we are saving ourselves for our husbands. And you have somebody that's consistently like in the way, what we call in the streets, blocking. (laughs) And, you know, just to waste your time to something else that appears better comes along. I don't, you know, if I can do a lot of things over with, that right there would have been my, one of my first things that came out of my mouth with anybody who ever called me or tried to take me out or even tried to take my time. My time is important. Um, it's time that I could have been spending with my Heavenly Father than sitting here and be having my time wasted. It's ask this young man or whoever it is, you know, have you prayed? Have you asked God if I'm even a friend that you can you should have? So that impressed me when he told me that he actually prayed and asked God. And and just to add on what uh, what what she said, now prayer is very important. I mean, when I first lost my wife, the first thing that that I was you know really seeking God the most, I said, Lord, I'm I'm going I'm just going to be transparent with you. I'm 40 years old. I'm still young. Um, I want to live a full life with someone else. I mean, I just cannot see myself single for the next 20, 30, or 40, or 50 years, or however long. I just like, I mean, life is, you know, is precious. And I, and, I, and I prefer to spend my life with someone just like I did with my previous wife. So, and that's the first thing that came out of my mind. I said, Lord, I do not want to be single. And, and I prayed earnestly. I prayed at the church. I prayed at home. You know, I was really seeking the will of God. I talked to Bishop, and when he recommended Rashonda, um, I said, okay, Bishop. So that's when I went ahead and uh, prayed and talked to God. And I said, Lord, I mean, is it okay for me to go out with Rashonda? And I just felt the, for the first time, I've never felt this way from God before, but I felt as if he was smiling for the first time. And I never felt that presence before. So that automatically told me that, you know, (laughs) you know, basically I got God's approval. So I said, okay, God. So, um, so moving right along. So I, I did call Rashonda out of the blue. Hey, Rashonda, this is uh, Brother Pete. How's it going? And he said, oh, hey, Brother Pete. I said, "Um, are you at work? I said, yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm, also, I'm sorry, did I, did I catch you in a bad time? I said, no, 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 you're fine, you're fine, you're fine. I said, well, okay. Um, <clears throat> well, I'm just going to be straightforward with you. Uh, I would really would love to take you out to eat, 
uh, dinner this weekend. Um, do you have a preference of place that you would like me, uh, I can take you out? And she just like, <laughs> like started laughing, couldn't hold it within. Uh, and she said, she said, um, how about you pick a place? And I said, okay, how about Saltgrass uh, Friday, seven o'clock? And she said, sure. <laughs> <laughs> so after she, after she said yes, yeah, so I wanted to make sure that I made a very positive impression. So I make sure my, my truck is always spot on clean. So mm-hmm. I want to make sure it was all completely decked out. And I wanted to buy her, actually I did buy her a dozen roses. Dozen roses. Yeah. And I opened the door for her. Oh, but you have to talk about like, um, so we made the date and then it was like, that was a Thursday. Mm -hmm. And then he texted on that Friday. But I was like, we don't have that kind of relationship where you're like already my friend. And so it was like, Kind of sit back and see what happens. And lo and behold, there's another text from Herbert Pete. <laughs> what were your initial like thoughts after the first phone conversation? Like, were you excited? Were you just like, okay, this is weird? Like, what were your thoughts? Well, I was kind of like not wary, but I was just kind of like, um, I was excited because there's always an excitement in me when it's time to eat. <laughs> <laughs> And that's even when it's steak. But also because I've never really, I never really knew him on a personal level because initially I was just like, I was excited. And then I was, you know, because, and then I hadn't been on a date in a long time. Um, So I was just intrigued because I was just like, what is this about? Yeah. Like who put you up to this? So that was the, okay. So in the meantime, um, I got on my all of my family. Like I did text a few more times with my pastor's wife um, and Sister Mandy, and she actually texted with my pastor. And I feel like Bishop reached out, or I reached out to him. (laughs) 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 It was just like we all kind of talked, but um, I had gotten the go ahead from my pastor as well through his wife. Um, So I got my family. Like I would not have the conversation without everybody's face where I could see them on the conference call on my iPhone. And I said, guess who called me today? And they were like, who? I said, y'all just guess. Who have y'all been talking to? (laughs) And so (laughs) so I'm just like being Inspector Gadget right now. And I said, yeah. So uh, Brother Pete called and asked me out. And my sister and my brother-in-law kind of looked at each other and my brother-in-law walked away. And I was like, <laughs> I knew it, I knew it, I knew it. And like everybody knew him because our families were cool and they were all smiling ear to ear. And I was just like, what are y'all doing? Like what's happening? So Brother yeah. Pete, what were your initial thoughts? Were you like, I just want to try it out? Or did you think she was the one like right off the bat from that phone call? I was willing to try it out mm-hmm. uh, just to, you know, uh, be me, basically. I'm not going to put on, put on a pony show or anything like that because on our first day, I, while we were talking uh, at the dinner table, I told her that I just wanted to know that, uh, that I'm not here to, you know, to uh, play games or anything like that. You know, I mean, I think 
told Rashonda, you're very beautiful. You're a very attractive young lady. And I, and <laughs> I, I hate that on the first date. <laughs> and I would like to get to know you uh, a lot better. So mm-hmm. After we talked for like two hours. Yeah, it was about, it was about, two, it was about a two-hour conversation. Now, we, we talked. And to my surprise, you know, little did I know, but we were, we're like almost the same page. We had a lot of similarities. A lot of similarities. Mm-hmm. Um, and also, you know, for me, you know, being a gentleman, you know, I make sure I pour uh, <laughs> <laughs> uh, a glass of water, you know, you know, from the picture into a glass, you know, make sure I pull out the chair, you know, yeah. she 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 sit down. Take notes, gentlemen. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, he opened all the doors. And, and I cut the bread, you know, Ooh. put butter put butter on it, you know. And, <laughs> yeah, he buttered my bread. I mean, just just the little things that really matter. Just, just little things. It was like the special touches because, like, of course, I've been on a date before and I've had somebody open doors for me. But it was just like he was so intentional. And it wasn't like he was putting on, like you said, he wasn't putting on a show. He was just like, I'm a man. This is what a man does let me do my thing and i was sitting back because i'm you know we will backtrack but i was sitting back and just watching to see how much he would do because i could butter my own bread i can pour my own drink i could ask for my own refill but i was just like let me mentally i said okay this man is doing something i said let me just see what how much he's gonna do so i just sat back got in my role in my lane, so to speak, and just let him go. And I was just like, okay. So you go home from the date, and what were both of you, like, how were you feeling? Were you positive? Were you still weary? I felt very positive because, you know, I I felt, you know, like I said, I wanted to be me. I want to know, I want to let her know where I was coming from. And I want to say, you know, after the transition, I thought I, I did well. And I said, well, Lord, I did my best, you know. So, but what I did do is call my sister, one of my older sisters, Lakeisha, um, who have who had a relationship with him, um, him and my, her and her husband. And I, I told her, I said, um, this is going to sound so odd because we just went on this first date. I said, but I'm pretty sure I'm going to marry Brother Pete. Like, it, I was just like, I came home, not like in the clouds, but like, like, whoa. This just kind of like clicked in place a little bit for me, you know, and I put it there, but it wasn't like, I'm going to marry the Pete and I'm going to call him tonight and he going he gonna to marry me. I was just like, I'm pretty sure this is going to happen. You know, I'm, I was, I said this, and she'll tell you, I said, this is strange, but I'm pretty sure I'm going to marry this man. Um, and so, and I, of course I didn't tell him that, but the next day, he did, uh, was it Sunday? Sunday? We went on a date on a, oh, Friday, on right? Friday, yeah. Then they say it was a Saturday. Saturday. I know we talked the very next day. Yeah. And my thing is, is um, and we haven't really went into this a whole lot, but Herbert had four children with his, um, and from his previous marriage. And those children, these children um, here and my sister's children all were close. Um, and I knew that my sister's children, they're like my babies too. 
And of course, you know, his children, I was just like, my next request was, um, you know, he asked, well, what do you want to do next? I, I wanted to make sure that the children and uh, my sister and my brother-in-law, we just all got together because, mm-hmm. you know, of course we were like, we went to a park and we would walk next to each other and we would continue to talk and get to know each other. I wanted to read. I didn't want to get with him at the expense of anybody's feelings, you know, because all of my uh, nieces and nephews, they all had a relationship. Nina was like their auntie. Um, So, um, and, and then again, you know, their very own children. I just wanted to kind of read everybody. Like we're not going to hide the fact that we're talking, but how do, how do they feel about it? And it was a really good day. Like we went to the old mill and we had a picnic out um, by the little lake. And everybody was just kind of like, they were figuring it out, figuring yeah. it out. You know, of course, my sister and brother-in-law knew. But the children were kind of like, okay, you know. So I felt okay with proceeding. Um, so that was that Saturday. <laughs> it, was, it was a very positive, uh, smooth transition. Yeah, and I truly thank God for that because uh, one, and I don't know if I told you, Sean, this or not, you know, but I do take my children, you know, very seriously. I mean, they are number one priority. I mean, I, because me being a single parent, I got to make sure their needs are taken care of first. And Rashonda knew that, and we, and her and I, we were, we were, we were on the on the same page. So that was that was a blessing by itself. Um, but I think after that little picnic area, I think something else took place. Wait, what? <laughs> Wait, what? <laughs> what? Um, me getting sick. Oh, okay. So, <laughs> yeah. So, okay. So, part of our story is we had just finished camp meeting um, the week. So, the Tuesday and then Thursday is when he called me. So um, I don't know who from wherever I got COVID from, but of course, most of us have never had COVID. And so I'm just thinking I've been singing and my voice is shot because of that. Um, I've been in the air conditioning and then in the heat. And so I'm kind of like having some sinus issues. We we were outside all day on Saturday. Anytime I spend a lot of time, you know, in the nature, I start kind of losing my voice or, you know, just building up some kind of sinus congestion or whatever. So throughout this whole process, I'm having these like weird body, not temperature things, but like, um, I feel like I have a full on sinus, you know, sinus junk. And so I felt well enough. Um, I woke up on that Saturday kind of like, Ugh, you know, but then I woke, I felt well enough to go on the date. Um, and I went on the date. <laughs> and, you know, of course, you know, we, he, we, he picked me up. We rode in the same car. We went and sat at the same restaurant um, at the same table for hours. And he took me back home. And we spent more time together on Saturday. And by that Tuesday, well, actually come Monday, I went and got a COVID test. Uh, no, it was Tuesday because mm-hmm. I don't know. It's, I was still off work or whatever. On Tuesday, I went and got a COVID test, and um, 
And just to make sure, um, I got my results back on a Tuesday. So I did wind up having COVID and most likely giving him COVID on the first day mm-hmm. um, from just the time spent. <laughs> and then he wound up starting to feel a certain type of way or just going to get a test because, you oh. know. I'll tell you what, when I went to the clinic and they uh, uh, screened me and they told me that I was tested positive, and I didn't feel nothing. I mean, I felt normal until the next day. It, it just, my health just went straight downhill quick. I had uh, double bo- pneumonia, double pneumonia, body fatigue, high fever, um, trouble breathing. I was, I was in real bad shape. Um, there were, there were times that you know I had to go to the emergency room, and I immediately called Rashawn and said, "Listen." Uh, I hope you don't mind, but can I please uh, drop my kids off at your place? Because I really need to get checked um, by the doctor. And they they treated me, but thank God they didn't uh, admit me in because that that would have been a bad situation. So, so things uh, moved pretty quickly because we were pretty much doing the best we could because nobody else could watch his children because they had been exposed to COVID. Oh, and, I'm sorry. Real, real quick. Uh, during that uh, during that part when I was sick, you know, we actually met, but it was within six feet apart. Oh yeah, <laughs> yes. Uh, so I was. He came to cut my grass. <laughs> yeah, I cut her. I, I cut her grass even though I was sick. But that, that's that's what love. That's what love does. <laughs> you love love at this point. <laughs> so so. Um, uh, she she wanted to sit down and talk, and she said, "Hey, listen, um, I just want to know that you know, oh, are we official?" I'm like, "What do you mean we're official?" I, I thought we were official when we first did. So she said, "Oh, no, 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 no. You got to make it official by going on the on the Facebook." And, and, oh and, no! And, and, it wasn't like that. No, I said you had to ask me to be officially be your girlfriend. This was not an understanding. But, but, but at that thing. time, on our first date, I mean, I thought it was official. Now but... the Facebook thing was a part of it because we were changing our relationship status. But just because we went out on a date and you were um, doing stuff for me. I was not about to like not just be exclusive with you and you hadn't said, Hey, I want to be your man. I mean I thought the face expression, the uh the the, the That's when you know a man been out the day before <laughs> for a long time. Us single ladies, we do not play we do not play those games. You have to say, okay. You know, because he was just coming and you know, doing a whole lot. And I'm like, okay, at this point, if you're not serious, you blocking. And so that's why but, I was like, "Are we official?" But but I no? but, but I told you I, w- I wasn't playing the game. I I know, but I still had to like hear it. <laughs> so you need to hear that verbal confirmation. Yeah, like word for word. Yes, and so we both like it was so funny. We both like so we both have COVID at this point, and we both uh, on that Friday we changed our relationship status <laughs> to um, in a relationship. 
and um, oh my gosh, I, after broke the internet. Yeah. Oh yeah. <laughs> when, when, when we make that announcement on Facebook, oh my gosh, I had so many text messages, so many comments. I'm like, what is this? I mean, I've never seen nothing like this before. <laughs> I mean, I, just to let you know, everyone, I'm old school, so just sorry. Yeah, it's, <laughs> it's okay. But yeah, it just kind of went from there. Um, let's. <laughs> yeah so yeah. it was just like a lot of people was like super excited but at the end of the day like we had to survive COVID you know so we yeah. just continue to date um and we I mean I'm gonna go ahead and just blow past um a lot more but we wound up getting engaged yes in September so started dating in June got engaged in September he gave me two months to plan my dream wedding, which was supposed to be an $8,000 wedding because <laughs> that's what I had saved up for my wedding. But it wound up being a $20,000 wedding. And I have no clue where all of the money came from, but it happened. Mm-hmm. Praise the Lord. So we were married. He gave me two months and, you know, me and my, my team did it. Um, so yeah, so we got married and it's just been like um nine months, nine months on Saturday. Yeah. Yeah. Wow, newlyweds. So what's your favorite part about Roshavna? Just one. Just one? I know I've said this before and I I'll say it a hundred times over and over again. And it's those beautiful eyes. I just can't get over it. She has the most beautiful, attractive, you know, I don't want to say the word on the internet, but uh, most beautiful, attractive eyes. I just can't get over it. Oh, you're so sweet. <laughs> Roshonda, what's your favorite part about Pete? Um, I love just the person that he is. Like, he is... He is a man of character. Now, my husband is fine. Like, he is extremely good looking. But that's not my favorite part of him. Like, um, you know, and I didn't think he was this cute before we started dating. I'm not even going to lie. I did not think he was that that cute. I was not looking at him like that. But I love the person that he is. Like, he is a man that's truly after God's own heart. And I'm not just saying it because it's what David was. Um, because I don't, I didn't want a David. I wanted a Boaz, <laughs> and he was that. He was, he was uh, stable, and he was very intentional, and he was somebody that, within one, one um, experience um, of just being in his company, I knew that if I had his heart, that he would cherish me. He would treat me like a queen. And that's how he treats people right. He's a good man. Like the, the character that is in Herbert Pete is what I love the most about him. <laughs> okay, so I want to close this out by yeah. asking, do you have any like advice to the single ladies out there that are looking for someone or just kind of stuck where they're at? Like what would you say to any women out there? Okay, I would say wait. And while you're waiting, waiting doesn't just mean twiddle your thumbs and um, just waiting on the knight in shiny armor. 
um, because he may not come in the form of the knight in shining armor. <laughs> but I would say wait and really express to God your desires in a mate and really like be open because God can bring you those desires from the mate in a different package. And I'm not saying you have to, you know, date somebody completely unattractive or marry somebody unattractive, but you just have to be open. So I would say my biggest uh, advice would be to continue to wait. Don't give up. Like we heard in the uh, preaching, don't have a plan B because I didn't have a plan B. I wasn't going to be like, you know, I'm going to stay in church till I'm 43 and then I'm going to go find me a man in the world. That was not ever going to happen. I don't want none of them yeah. <laughs> in the world. I don't not, I don't. But when I say wait, wait and keep moving. So Keep moving is not like taking your own hands in your uh, life. I mean, your own hand, your own life in your hands. Keep moving is like wait, prepare yourself for marriage. Because when I tell you that I know that God has prepared me for this family, He's prepared me for this man, because I had continued to get prepared for marriage, and also while in my waiting, continue to push forward in my career, push push forward in my personal goals. You know, even build up a, a savings account, have a cushion, like wait, but keep moving. Don't stop moving. Continue to grow, continue to travel, like become the person that you would want to approach you. Brother Pete, do you have any advice for any gentlemen out there that want to pursue a young lady? What are your thoughts on moving forward with relationships? Absolutely. Uh, for all the single guys out there, I'm, my best advice to y'all is, you know, just to keep moving forward. And what I mean by that is, you know, uh, stand firm, stand fast, uh, pray, seek God daily, you know, die daily, uh, as Paul said it. Um, just continue to pursue the will of God because without God, gentlemen, I, I don't care who you are, what you are, what you're doing. Uh, you're not going to make it by yourselves. It's just not going to happen. You've got to have God. Yes. You got to have Jesus by your side, by your side, all, all the way, yeah. every, every day. There's no ifs or buts about it. Um, I would, I, I, I will say this. It, it, it was hard. Um, when when my first wife passed away and it felt as if you know i my 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 mission my vision you know it was it was almost shattered but you know what though the the one thing i know that's going to keep me firm and keep me moving forward is by the grace of god so with that said gentlemen keep pursuing seeking god face to face daily do not stop praying praying is essential yeah I mean, you have to you have to pray. I'm not talking about just no no woman prayer. I'm talking about that, that fervent prayer, like on your hands and knees uh, praying. Because I, I tell you, I tell you what, God will honor that. He will. I mean, that that believe it or not, that really motivates God. But believe it or not, it really does. So, and 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 the moment you do, I promise you this, God will show out. He will. Yes, I know he will. He will. Yes, he will. I know he will. So that's my word of advice to all the single guys. So God bless. Do great, wonderful, do great, wonderful things in the kingdom of God. I love how yeah. Roshan's advice was 
wait <laughs> and it's just, don't stop going. That's <laughs> so cute. That just means you're perfect for each other. Yes. Well, with yes. that, I want to end it here. Thank you guys so much for agreeing yes. to do this, putting your love story on the interweb. I appreciate both of you so much. Thank, Thank you. you. So Thank much. you. Thank, Thank you so you. much. Thank you for having us. That's all for this episode of Almost Apostolic. If you enjoyed yourself, please do us a favor and leave a review. Don't forget to subscribe so you never miss an episode. And until then, thank you for listening.